0: back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the
1: Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton.
0: Back with us, John Morris, Aaron Sexton, and the Allen Samuel Studios. Hey, we're glad you are with us this afternoon and pleased and honored to welcome in Jason Cook, Vice President for Marketing and Communications and Chief Marketing Officer at Baylor University. Jason, uh, I'm sure you're busier than a one-armed paper hanger, but thanks for your time today.
1: <laughs> that, you bet, John. I, I will tell you what, it, it must be move-in because <laughs> what the temperatures are about 105 degrees, right. and it's blazing hot outside. So uh, it uh, the students have definitely descended back on Waco, and we could not be more excited right now.
0: Very cool. And move-in, we were just talking about it last segment. It is a, a thing of beauty to watch. It is a well-oiled machine, isn't it?
1: Well, I, I tell you what, either we have a bunch of engineers or some <laughs> former military people involved, but it is a, a well oiled machine. And, you know, uh, that that first move in is such an emotional and stressful time for our parents. And uh, as they bring their, their children up to our campus as freshmen and, you know, that to have someone just unload your car completely and immediately take those boxes and bags up to the room. Um, it, it's incredible and what a great stress reliever but also great a great welcome into the Baylor family too because we take care of each other.
0: Uh, that is so cool I mean what a great you're right what a great welcome uh, and what a relief for the incoming students and their parents uh, and that includes for move in this year includes uh, Collins Hall uh, you got it finished uh, well done there Jason to get Collins yeah. Hall finished in time.
1: Well, I, I will tell you what, I didn't pick up a paintbrush or anything, but uh, for a while there, John, we thought that we might have to. Yeah. Uh, it it saves one of our president's council meetings to, uh, to put, put some paint or put some beds together or <laughs> something of that nature. But, you know, uh, yes, it's, it's, it's open and we're still putting a, a, a few little finishing touches, but uh, it really has been um, reimagined. As, as a as a facility for our first year freshman females, there's a lot more natural light uh, in the building um, it actually has a true front door uh, mm. to the building which now faces seventh street mm-hmm. and uh, and right across from uh, Patneff Hall and uh, just a lot of common areas and, and chances to visit and things of that nature so we could not be more excited for uh, our freshmen coming in to have that Collins experience which is such a a part of the freshman uh, experience for so many of our female students
0: very cool I found my wife at Collins Hall and uh and then two our two daughters lived at Collins when they were at Baylor so (laughs) really good memories there uh and you also did some work uh in in the uh over the summer at Memorial and Alexander also didn't you
1: Well, I think that one thing that we've learned here at Baylor, particularly over the past decade, that uh, construction never stops, Uh, for sure. And uh, so we get Collins done, and and we're going to go right into the renovation of Memorial and Alexander Halls, which are right adjacent uh, to Collins. So, yeah, we've had a systematic plan of of, uh, really renovating our residence halls on a continual basis. So we'll do Memorial and Alexander next then we'll move to uh, Allen and Dawson, and then we'll wind up with Coconut. And after that, I have a feeling that we'll start the process <laughs> entirely over again, because that's the business of higher education. And, you know, where students live is a key part of uh, recruiting prospective students to our university.
0: Well, and the building projects uh, never really stop. I mean, we've got really three major projects. One is, one is I would say, complete. The uh, Mark and Paula Heard Welcome Center. That is such yeah. a beautiful building. Uh, man, well done by the, the uh, architects and the designers on that. That is going to be a great front door to the university.
1: Well, you know what, John, uh, you, you mentioned the architects. Uh, Populous uh, designed that facility. That's the same uh, architectural firm that designed McLean Stadium. And uh, so there's a lot of ties and similarities uh, with those facilities. The principal, Earl Santee, worked on both projects. Mm. And one of, the, one of the neat things about it is Populous does a lot of work in athletics facilities across the country, both in the collegiate space and in the professional space as well. And there were so many learnings. In so many principles that they use in uh, designing athletics facilities in terms of function Mm -hmm. and experience in recruitment of student-athletes, they applied those same types of principles uh, to the Herd Welcome Center as well. So it's just a really uh, neat tie uh, that really continues. What a great relationship we have with Populous here on our campus.
0: Wow, that's cool. So September 8th is the formal dedication of the Herd Welcome Center uh i struggle with this when people say is it open i say well yes well no <laughs> i don't know what to say i don't want to send people over there right if it's not officially open where does that stand right well, now
1: well i will tell you that uh, i would say as of today it is officially open because okay. varsity coffee and and soda shop uh, is now serving pete 's coffee ah the there you day. go so uh, so it, if you can get a cup of coffee there, something might be it <laughs> must be open, but the facility is uh truly open at this time um, You could go during uh normal business hours uh to to drop by, take a look, whether you 're faculty or staff or students or even someone here in the Waco community and uh, I will tell you the building's going to be really, really busy. Uh, beginning next week. But, you know, that's the, the neat thing about this facility. It's not just for prospective students. Uh, it's also for our alumni. In the evening, it's going to be for our current students to go and visit, have student meetings, gather with friends and study. And, uh, and then even we're going to host a lot of community events, whether it's uh, luncheons or presentations or things of that nature. Uh, it really is a welcome center for all. It, and what a great location at the corner of I-35 and U Parks as well.
0: Great location. I mean, a great location, just like McLean Stadium across the river and just like uh, the Foster Pavilion right across the interstate. Uh, Work continues there. And uh, give us an update. It seems like, I mean, every time I ask, they say, yep, everything's on schedule. Uh, What are you hearing about Foster Pavilion?
1: Well, I hope that I was hoping you were going to give me an update. Because <laughs> I still work in Robinson Tower, and I can see construction right out my window. But, but you know, I'll, I'll tell you what. You talk about that vista when you're coming from Dallas and on I-35, and you hit that hill, and all of a sudden you see McLean Stadium, and you see the Foster Pavilion coming up, and then you see the Mark Paula Herd Welcome Center. I mean, that's, from a marketing standpoint, you couldn't ask for anything better. And, uh, you know, we've been very fortunate, um, John, with, uh, unfortunately, we haven't had much rain, but fortunately on the construction side, that has really helped us Keep these projects on schedule. So I think that everything is clicking off as as planned, and uh, can't wait to play some basketball uh, right next door to my uh, office building for huh. sure.
0: That'd be a short commute for you there. So uh, that's going to be fun first of the year. And again, the plan is to start the season, the basketball season, in the Farrell Center and move to the Foster Pavilion right about the start of conference play, right about the first of January. So. Look forward to that. Uh, Jason Cook, our guest, Vice President for Marketing and Communications, Chief Marketing Officer at Baylor. And uh, I think I saw, Jason, that uh, President Livingstone was out there uh, toiling away on move-in day.
1: Well, I will tell you what, this is our seventh move-in day and uh, she really is the bionic woman this year. We've always known that she, she <laughs> right. can do it all. But, but this year, uh, she had a double knee replacement at the first of the summer. And, and, John, she was out there yesterday climbing stairs.
0: Oh, gosh. And
1: then moving boxes as well. I mean, she has just been a model of recovery, and, you know, she, she kind of circled those move-in dates on her calendar that, hey, I want to get that, be done with my rehab, I want to be fully recovered so I can help welcome our families uh, for move-in, and not only welcome them, but, you know, move some boxes and things like that as well. She is absolutely amazing, and I think that it's just that former student comes out in her from time to time, and she can do it all.
0: Well, she's been busy, uh, as you have, uh, through this summer with the realignment, the new schools coming into the Big 12. Uh, you know, you have to have a program to know who's who's in the league this year and then uh, four new schools next year. It's really exciting, though, isn't it, the new schools that are headed to the Big 12?
1: It, it is. And you know what? The, the neat thing is about the excitement and the energy that they're going to bring to the conference. And, you know, John, for a long time, the Big 12 was really uh, – as a, as a regional conference, uh, because you, you had the, the Pac-12 was looking to, you know, 10 years ago, the Pac-12 was looking to expand, uh, uh, moving to the east, and then you had uh, the SEC, who uh, expanded with Missouri and Texas A&M, and so they were, had plans to expand to, the, uh, expand to the west. You know, the Big 12 was sitting here and uh, was pretty much landlocked and uh but now uh, you know the Big 12 is the one doing the expanding right. and and really not just adding schools to add schools but adding schools that bring some strategic importance to the league and to uh, some new time zones and new geography. Um, and then, uh, yeah, bringing with them some new rivalries and excitement. Uh, so this year we've got, you know, BYU and Houston and, uh, and UCF and, and Cincinnati, just great all-around athletic programs. And they're hungry uh, to join the conference. So I can't wait for, for this year, and then we'll get to do it all again next yeah. year with the addition of, of four new schools. But, gosh, what an exciting time for the Big 12 but just incredible leadership, energy, and vision by Commissioner Brett Yorvark.
0: Yeah, it's fun to watch and fun to see the Big 12 in this position of strength. We haven't always been in that spot, but, uh, but we are now, and, and it is due to, uh, to the leadership of, of the commissioners and then the individual school presidents as well. Um, we were talking about the new projects. Another big project going on is the Fudge Football Development Center. Uh, we're out there watching football practice every day and watching that rise out of the ground that's going to be a beautiful facility
1: you know it, it really is and you know a lot of people look at uh, you know the investment that was made in, in McLean Stadium but you know the fact is I mean McLean Stadium what this is our tenth year in in in, uh, in the stadium and so you've got a lot of uh, of, of our peer, uh, athletic programs have been investing in facilities, and uh, we needed a, a true home for our football program and, and you know, incredible generosity and vision by the Fudge family, and, you know, they give the the league gift for that football facility, but, uh, but they've also impacted other areas of campus. You know, we, we mentioned the Hurd Center earlier. Yeah, we've got a 250-seat a auditorium overlooking campus that also carries the Fudge family name as well. So, uh, yeah, that's what we see time and time again. You know, our, our, our donors – uh, may have some uh, passion for athletics. They also have a love for Baylor, and their giving extends across the institution. and And you not find much be- better Baylor Bears than the Fudges. They've been absolutely incredible.
0: That's cool. That would include uh, Drayton McLean Jr. and Drayton McLean III. I saw them recently, and the uh, the new uh, McLean Family Alumni Center is part of the Herd Welcome Center.
1: Yes. You know, one of the beauties of that facility is the connection between prospective students and alumni and getting them in the same facility and, and really it's just the manifestation of the Baylor line right there uh, in the building as well. And you know, as we know, I mean the McLean family is just synonymous with uh, with Baylor and, and so many touch points from traditions and facilities and, and things like that. We're Really excited to have them on campus uh, last week and doing some work as we prepare for the, the real grand opening of the of the Heard Welcome Center on September 8th, which is just going to be an incredible weekend on campus with, uh, uh, with Utah coming the next day, John.
0: Yeah, yeah, very cool. That's going to be a lot of fun. Final thought, and my wife would kill me if I didn't ask you about this. Uh, we we are in love already with uh, Judge Indy and Judge Bell, the new uh, Bear mascot Cubs. And uh, give us an update on those two moving to their new uh, habitat on campus.
1: Well, well, John, you've been promoting Meet the Bears. Yes. Uh, on the afternoon of August 26th. So we're going to tag team with uh, you and our athletics partners, and we're going to have a Meet the Cubs ah, at 6 o'clock in the morning on August 26th. So, uh, they are absolutely incredible. They've uh, pretty much doubled in size since, uh, uh, since they became part of the Baylor family earlier this summer. And, uh, we've, uh, they're in the process of acclimating into the, uh, even Bill Williams, uh, habitat right now. Um, so they're there periodically, but, uh, the official welcome is going to be on the, on Saturday, the 26th, uh, in a, a really neat chance to celebrate with the Baylor family. I will tell you this. They are climbers, <laughs> so, and we haven't had young bears on our campus in quite some time. So we've had to do a little bit extra cub proofing <laughs> in the uh, Williams habitat. But uh, we we couldn't be more excited. We we can't wait to have them uh, living on our campus permanently.
0: So meet the cubs the morning of August 26th, and then meet the bears at McLean Stadium that afternoon. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a fun day. And then the football opener the very next Saturday. Uh, Jason, this really is an exciting time of the year, isn't it, on the Baylor campus?
1: It, it is. And You know, one of the, the neat things I tell people, John, about my job at working in, in higher education is that it seems like we always have a fresh beginning, or uh, you get a do-over, if you will, just uh, work in a semester uh, type of format. And uh, I don't know, there's just something uh, really special about the fall and the sense of renewal, uh Freshmen coming on the campus, getting ready for football season and also volleyball and soccer. And then and then we just roll into basketball and it mm. just keeps going. But uh, it, it really is a special time and so much energy and growth behind our institution. We're really blessed.
0: Love it. That's great. Hey, it is very nice to visit with you again. I know you're very busy, but thanks for your time today, and uh, we'll see you at some dedication or some grand opening <laughs> sometime soon. Thanks for your time this afternoon.
1: You bet. Thanks, Chad. It took a bear.
0: All right, Jason Cook, Baylor's Vice President for Marketing and Communications, Chief Marketing Officer, and you can tell with all the variety of things we talked about there how how busy a time it is on the campus. Aaron, but it really is an exciting time starting the new school year. Uh, Jason says uh, in the 3,300 range for incoming freshmen, 20,000 uh, overall students, 123 new faculty, which sounds like a high number uh-huh. for one year. I, I don't know if that's normal to have that many, but it just seems like a lot of new faculty.
1: Yeah, it does. And
0: and it just makes your head spin <laughs> when he goes. he's talking about everything that's going on you know, in the next few weeks. And there's probably things that he didn't have time to get to. That's true. There's so many things going on. So it's an incredible time. Yep. Great to uh, be able to visit with Jason, talk about all those new things right here at the dawn of a new semester on the Baylor campus. All right, take a break. Back with more in just a moment. John Morris, Aaron Sexton brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe, the Pioneer Boys. Serving Central Texas since 1943, Pioneer Steel & Pipe has had the same ownership, the same family-operated business covering four generations. John Embry now to Braden Embry. And they've got a great new location as well. It's at 2003 South Loop 340 and Highway 6 in Waco. It's a new store, yes, but you'll find the same great customer service and low prices that customers expect. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, the location in Waco, a location in Bryan, and on the web at PioneerBoys.com. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at syntexsportsfan.com.